0: You're listening to Please Save Me.
1: Please Save Me is the official recap podcast of Chicago Heroes, network TV's number one
0: drama. Chicago Heroes is definitely a real TV show, but you won't find it in any TV guide. And
1: if you don't watch it, that's, that's your problem.
0: You've got to take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. You see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Open your wallets, hero heads, because Chicago is open for business. Yes, that's right. On this week's uh, episode of Please Save Me, which is the official recap podcast for television's number one drama, Chicago Heroes, uh, we had some business plotting and some billionaires scheming and some... uh, regular folks dealing with it uh i am the number one super fan of chicago heroes and i'm here to tell you all about it i'm ben flores and i have the other number one super fan here with me
1: and that's sarah black uh bitch better have my tv and they did this week
0: yes they absolutely uh they absolutely did which is good because i would pitch a fit if they didn't
1: yep and you pitched a tent because they did
0: the power went out in our trailer. Mm -hmm. So I had to pitch a tent outside and bring the portable out there Yep, because the power went out in the trailer and it flooded.
1: Yep, and if you're a Patreon donor, you can hear that episode.
0: Exactly. Well, Sarah, uh, you and I have been number one super fans of this show for a while. Forever. What did you think of this episode?
1: Every episode Unique and special in its own way, like a snowflake. And this one, if there was a best snowflake, it would be it.
0: And that's thematic in terms of the episode because it was a winter wonderland in Chicago uh, in this episode. And the, which was kind of crazy, I think, because I thought that climate change had solved that.
1: Yeah, uh, but a I guess interesting. that in
0: television they can still kind of work movie magic yeah. and get some snow to fall yeah, on they got our some fake fair snow. city. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, must the snow budget for this episode must have been Billions? off the charts. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they at least in the. Fake world of the show, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know about out here in the real world, but in the <laughs> fake world of the show, um, they had billions to play with.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep.
0: And Chicago became a little bit of a billionaire's playground. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've heard the phrase billionaire's uh, sandbox, mm-hmm. uh, of course, as we all have. Yeah. Um, but I would have said actually that on this week's episode of Chicago Heroes, Chicago became a billionaire's snowbox.
1: Yeah. I'd say and that.
0: He st- and he was making angels. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we have a an expert actually here to discuss the episode with us this week. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Uh, yeah, me too. Would you like to go ahead and do the honor, sir? Boy, would
1: I ever. Uh, welcome to the trailer. A... An expert in so many ways, um, in ways that we are not experts, but also he is not an expert in the ways we are. So we'll see how those juxtapose. Mm,
0: quite true. Mano, a mano, a mano.
1: Yes. And mm. welcome to the trailer, Lawrence Rutherford. PhD.
0: Pretty well, huge
2: deal. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting um, you bring that up, Ben. Um I thought you were
1: going to say something else, Ben. <laughs>
2: A PhD. Female body inspector. <laughs> oh, oh, charming, yes. Um, a lot of people on set, they do call me the doctor. They say, Dr. Lawrence, Dr. Lawrence, where are you? We need you. Um, but I, I, I have no degrees
1: to oh, my name. Oh, interesting. I'm
2: simply um, an amateur... Um, fan if you will of of the world of physics
1: interesting well even though you're not a doctor we're gonna keep calm keep calm and chime on um thank you so what do you do on the um show well
2: um i'm a bit of the uh, I'm i'm the physics consultant you would say an onset physics consultant you know if the show ever needs um something accurate to science Mm. Uh, uh, to make sure things are, are physically represented properly on the show, we don't want to miseducate our audiences. Uh, I'm there to advise the directors, sometimes the actors. Mm.
1: Uh, so if there's like a lever and pulley system, absolutely, they call you I'm in. all
2: over it. I I do the calculations. I make sure everything is, you know, mostly mapping, making sure the night sky is accurate mm. for the time.
1: That's physics, huh?
2: That's astrophysics. Yes, absolutely. Oh. Like in
0: well, I imagine that all came together in the webisode that came out mm-hmm. last week, uh, "Hangman's Curse," where the full moon came out and the hangman wasn't able to hang any of the people that he needed to because uh, the because um, the full moon. Oh right. yeah. Yes. Yes. The full moon
2: has it, it draws an attraction uh, on gravity and, and actually uh, uh, makes the blood course differently through our veins and, and affects the way one would suffocate in a noose. And uh I brought that to the attention again, I'm not a doctor, but I love to read about physics and uh, it's not a paid role. It is not, oh. a, I'm not technically employed by the show, but I've been advising student films in the area for a
0: long time. Well, that makes sense. I mean, like we said, the they gotta keep all the money freed up that they can for the snow budget absolutely uh, Absolutely. absolutely. Well, at budget. A,
1: at eleven dollars per unit, it's like right. Yeah, what divide billion by that, and you know how many units you have.
2: Yeah, it's crazy, and that's <laughs> crazy,
0: ma- and that's math. Yeah, and that's maths. I say maths.
1: Oh, British.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Well, <laughs> and because you're dividing by eleven, which is bigger than one, so which is small, so plural, it's, it's multiple, multiple, numbers. Plurals. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely, and that's English. Mm-hmm. So there must be a lot of situations that uh, come up. For you on the show, oh, terms yeah. well, of think about it physics because I've heard, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I've heard that physics is in everything, <laughs>
1: yeah. <so laughs> right, you are, right, you are. So, right even are, when somebody fires a bullet into somebody's skull, like the physics of how that bullet comes out, or when one of our heroes uh, dives into the Chicago lake to save a drowning mm-hmm. person, like you know, the angle of that dive, I would guess.
2: And those are just some of the obvious. Examples. Okay, I'll yeah, tell, let me tell you a less, a less obvious mm. example where yeah. physics come into play. Mm. When two actors kiss. <gasps> what? Mm. When lips meet. I, I will coach the actors through the, each kiss to make sure they understand the physics of the kiss going on. You,
0: now, I'm sorry, Doctor. Yes. I would have thought that would be chemistry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, you are a science joke. Very good. I don't get it. We see chemistry is, is but physics. Of the molecular world, I it's, mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: so it's like if a molecule has a lever and pulley system.
2: Exactly, precisely. Mm. You see, when when two actors kiss, the atoms of their lips when they come together. Imagine a baseball field.
1: Oh, mm. I'm imagining. Imagine a
2: baseball field. Each set of lips is a baseball field, and the. At the nucleus of the atoms is a ping pong ball on the pitcher's mound. Mm-hmm. And that is a kiss. Mm. And, and I want the actors to show that on camera. I want them to feel that and realize just the cosmos within the mouths interacting inside the kiss. And there you go. And that's my job. Incredible. So
1: maybe you can tell me why it, um, it tastes bad every time I kiss.
2: <laughs> Have you heard of gluons? No the sub molecular particle inside of the nuclei of our atoms mm. and um oh maybe maybe flossing i don't
1: no, they taste bad i taste good
2: you taste good, oh interesting,
1: yeah. Something to think about. Maybe my lever and pulley systems in the mitochondria or something are like. You're a big a fan of
0: levers and pulleys, aren't
2: you?
1: I. That's really the only physics thing I know. Favorite you know, simple the, machines.
0: It, can, can we get the? Can the inpli- Can the inclined plane? Inclined, inclined plane? Oh, plane. Thank you. you. Get a Thank little you. love around yes, please. Here yes, please. for once. Yeah,
1: yes. I. I do like an inclined plane. I don't like, but I'm afraid of airplanes.
0: I'd prefer to be reclined if I'm on a plane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's why I apply economy.
0: Instead of basic economy? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, so let's go ahead and uh, discuss the episode here. This week, we've already given away the title. Uh, The name of this week's episode was Chicago, Open for (laughs) Business. Uh, And we opened on... Chicago. Okay. Um, <laughs> Some
1: beautiful aerial already shots.
0: Already logical. Yes. And these aerial shots, I would say, were a little bit of foreshadowing for what was going to happen later in the episode uh, because there was going to be a little bit of um, drama happening at 10,000 feet Yes, up above Chicago here. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we kind of zoomed in. Right? Zoom, 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 zoom (laughs) uh, on the lens. Yeah. Until we were in the uh, heart of a classroom. Yes. A Chicago classroom, Chicago public school. Yes.
1: And my wheels and axles are turning, just thinking, Mm. what's. And you know, I advise,
2: I I had dreamt up when we were doing the table read for this episode, I I said, what if. You were part of the table read? Well, I knew the room they were having it in and I I walked in with some coffees and I said, "Hey, what what if we kept zooming? What if we what if we zoomed further than just the classroom? We went into the student's scalp. Mm. The skin cells. A little lice check. Then the atoms classroom. within it and then we see, and then inside each cell, unfathomable complexity, unfathomable beauty and life. And then we start the episode on a ribosome and then You know, the rest
0: follows from there. And that was a note they did not take. They did not take it,
2: budgetary reasons, which I totally, you know, understand.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, that's because this budget must have been going to (laughs) the child in the classroom, Haley Joel Osment. Um, Now, (laughs) Haley Joel Osment was... Boy, was this kid not learning. No. I mean, he was (laughs) uh, was dumb as a bag of rocks. Oh, my gosh. Uh, We had a teacher, cool teacher, uh, (laughs) asking questions and uh, asking, you know, every kid would put their hands up other than Haley. And the teacher looks around like, anybody? Does anybody know? And everybody's like, oh, me, 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 me. And the teacher goes, Haley? And Haley goes, I don't know. Yeah,
1: and
2: he looked Three?
0: like shit.
2: Bit of a dunce.
0: <laughs> yeah, bit he of a dunce. Like um, shit. and that was uh, he. So then we cut to Haley at home, uh, with his single mom.
1: Yeah, and it, then you kind of get it. <laughs> totally.
0: Rough yeah, totally. life. Mm. Oh yes, he's on the wrong side of the tracks for sure. For I sure. mean, literally, he crosses train tracks to get home.
1: Right? Yeah. And he has to kind of just do a little leap over the third rail.
0: Mm-hmm. Which do, which isn't too dangerous. It's not too dangerous, though, because mm. on those train tracks, incredibly slow train. Yeah. Not even... I mean, it's going maybe two, three miles an hour, puffing out thick black smoke.
1: Now, Lawrence, maybe you can answer this for mm. me. I thought the third rail was always electric and not just when a train was running on it. Can you confirm or deny
2: the third rail when a train is on it it don't touch it that's what that's all i know <laughs>
1: okay well that's all right anyway Haley joel osmond is with his um single mother imagine home.
2: if the third rail was a beach ball uh-huh. and you were an ant crawling yeah. on that beach ball you wouldn't don't touch it did that make sense totally yeah okay i just want to me, a little yeah. lesson
1: <laughs> You're really good at taking big ideas and making them accessible. Thank
0: you. Thank you. That's what I aspire to. Yeah. Well, the, you know, I think that all that Haley aspired to was to, you know, all that Haley's single mother aspired to was um, you know, to be able to get to work on time. Yeah. For Haley to be able to be able to learn in school, mm-hmm. and for him to be safe inside their home on Crime Alley.
1: Yeah. Mm. And Joan Cusack did an amazing job in this role. She was kind of wacky, mm. kind of... Smart. Yeah, kind of smart. Kind of
0: quirky. Yeah. And very caring. Sexy. hmm
2: You wanted to be with her. You wanted to be her friend. You cared for her. Mm. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Great mom. And... None of that seems to be happening for her, though. No. Well, Mm, but somebody coming to the rescue.
1: Yeah, because this, it wouldn't be an episode of Chicago Heroes if there wasn't a hero in our midst. Mm. And that hero
0: was not exactly in our midst, he (laughs) was more like a more like a hero in the mist because Ooh. he came out of the dense fog of mm-hmm. uh the San Francisco Bay <laughs> and yeah. traveled to Chicago more like smog yeah well uh he's going to be um he 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 left that to land in the clean air of uh, Chicago. beautiful Chicago. Yeah. Uh, and it's deceptive how clean that air is up at the beginning of the episode because mm-hmm. as we've said, once you swoop down into the city, it's nothing but problems. Yes. And uh, the this tech billionaire is here to solve them.
1: Yeah. And he swoops right in. And it doesn't immediately make sense why we saw the single mother And then we kind of take a macro view of what this guy starts doing. But then it does make sense a little bit later. And I'll tell you what he
0: does. It was good storytelling.
1: Yes. Yes. It kept us kind of like waiting and kind of a little bit like, hmm, what's the point of all of this? Yeah. It's
0: not so much that I was excited for the next thing to happen as I was waiting for it to happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's
2: good storytelling.
0: The lever of
2: plot.
1: The
0: lever, yeah, mm-hmm. of plot. Yes, yeah. yeah, so they use the lever of plot to move the story along. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and not so much like an inclined plane. You know, exactly. some stories you watch, and it's like a ball getting set at the top of an inclined plane, right. and it just rolls right down the hill. <laughs> yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But this, I would say, this episode was more like a lever where lots of work. It was heavy. Lots of effort. Yes, yes. lots of high you know, torque trying to get an over trying to get, you know, um Cinderella's thick foot into a slipper with a shoehorn.
1: And there were lots of wedges and I got to say it and we'll get to why, but also some people got screwed.
0: Definitely. It's <laughs> another simple So, we take think. this <laughs> macro view of the uh tech billionaire and uh kind of just Getting rolling his sleeves up mm-hmm. and getting his elbows greasy as he works on solving the you know problems of our fair city yeah. and restoring it to he makes a um, a keynote address yes right where, where they're cutting a ribbon
1: yeah yeah and he there's just like a there's like a keynote behind him that has um, <clears throat> lots of like. Numbers and pictures of outer space and stock footage of people shaking hands and...
2: No. I took those, those pictures Weather of outer... For, yeah, were yes. those real? Those are pictures from my home telescope. I took those myself and you brought took those You took
1: pictures in. with your telescope.
2: Right. I just take the camera, put it where my eye would be, and um, just click. And so, I mean, sometimes they turn out just fine.
1: Those were... Some of them were very beautiful. Yes.
2: Yes, very um, beautiful. Like the picture of the
1: two businessmen shaking hands, it's like kind of hard to imagine how you got that through a telescope.
2: Yes. Well, I had them send very far away, very far across (laughs) the lake, across the lake. And uh, so they were in Michigan and I saw two businessmen shaking hands. I called them on my cellular and had them shake. And I snapped a photo from my telescope.
1: That's great.
2: Yes. It was lovely.
1: So there's a ribbon cutting ceremony. He cuts the ribbon.
2: What? I thought it was interesting in this scene how they um, they reveal how he got his billions to start with. Mm. You know, where mm. did this, How did this billionaire get made? This tech billionaire. And they, yeah. They go into the details of the the app.
1: Yes. He made. Yeah. He made w- by himself mm-hmm. with no uh, no help from anybody. No,
2: no help from from. Any, he had a few investors. Yes.
1: Yes, and he had parents who kind of had right. also made right. some money. Believed but he in him. Yeah believed in him with their with dollars their money. yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: uh, and that's how you believe is with your dollars yes. Uh, yes full of belief yeah that app uh what did you that like app, the though? most of that <laughs> what did you like so much about it dr rutherford
2: well i like that it connected like-minded people yes 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 and uh an app to you would type in a tv show you are currently watching and it would name a cafe. you could go to meet other people currently watching that show within that same week. brilliant,
0: brilliant. absolutely brilliant.
2: brilliant genius i I would use it if it was real, I would use
0: that, yeah, totally,
1: so anyway, he cuts the ribbon with scissors, which is a compound machine um absolutely which it's a pair it's a pair of wedges. Um, which pivot around a, a fulcrum and the attached handles are levers. So, um, did you took the words consulted? out of my mouth?
2: <laughs> yes, I consulted on any time a complex is used on the show. They they Compound. consult. They consult me deeply. Oh, we say complex across the pond. Um, <laughs> and you put
1: a U in it.
2: Yes. <laughs> com com complu yeah machines complu Machin, machine compleu. machine complu machine complu and uh, yes this is a, a je amazing. calculate
0: this numbers. We. <laughs> oui.
2: uh, yes. We
0: can. <laughs> we can. is what the people were saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. We when this tech- can. <laughs> we can. can. We, we can. We can. And then snip. He cuts the ribbon. Nothing behind it. Uh, <laughs> but. It is symbolic because yes. he announces his three-pronged approach yes. to bringing Chicago into the 21st century.
1: And interestingly enough, the, um, the acronym for his three-pronged approach was TEC. T-E-C. Um, and that means transportation, education, and crime. crime. Mm. And before you think this guy's going around committing crimes, mm, stop thinking that. Because it's not, he's actually not doing crimes and he's stopping them. Um, so, yes. He came
0: from San Francisco and he knows uh, Chicago has uh, a few big bad things about it. One, big crime problem. Big crime. Two, big education problem. And three, big transportation problem. Uh, well, mm-hmm. big technology is here to fix it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's what he
2: says. San Francisco has none of those problems, which... I thought that was a brilliant part of the episode. He's like, oh yeah, because
1: yeah. he'd gotten rid of them, right? And all of all of the all of the industry in San Francisco got rid of all the problems. Mm-hmm.
0: And he he opened his keynote with an aphorism. He said, "If you're looking for a problem, look in your neighbor's yard," uh, because he and then he kind of explained that it's mm-hmm. about um, you shouldn't try to. If you're trying to do a good deed, go solve someone else's problem. You know, it's selfish if you only solve your own. Right, right. Um, And so he announces that what he's going to be doing is he's going to, first off, he says, children are our future.
1: Yes. And that's Mm.
0: why I am announcing now that I'm going to be giving one of my uh, patented laptop books, tech books, Mm. to every child in the city so that they can learn good.
1: Yes. Yes. He said that. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, <it's> <laughs> there's nothing
0: quote. there's nothing like the joy on a child's
2: face when they see a laptop for the first time. It mm. just brings
0: joy into their hearts.
1: Mhm. And they try and I love about laptops when they try to swipe it like they think it's an iPad, but it's not.
0: Right. Yeah, and these were definitely not um, not touchscreen laptops, not no. sort of sleek, slick, kitty no, things. They were bulky. These were bulky. Rugged machines, yes. you know, built to operate uh, through solar power, yeah, uh, so that uh, children who live out in a village, you know, maybe without good water or something like that, or without a consistent source of power or the ability to tell time, can still get connected
1: during the day.
0: Yeah, so that they c- during the day, so that they yes. can do their learning. Mm-hmm.
1: So also in his keynote, and I want to stop and pause here, and maybe, Lawrence, you have some insight on this, but a key goes into a lock, which is part of a doorknob, which is a wheel and axle.
2: Yes, yes. Another (laughs)
1: simple machine.
2: Think of a doorknob like, it's like a shepherd's pie, and the door is the lamb and the knob is like a layer of potato, and you are an ant on the shepherd's pie. Have I? I didn't use the ant thing yet.
0: I don't think so. No, don't okay. think Not so. that you're so. An, I remember. You're an
2: ant on the shepherd's pie, but you can't see the meat, but it's there.
1: Now, Lawrence, you said knob, knob. and there's something funny about that word oh. in British. Yes,
2: it means uh, a vagina, a big dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I was close. Yes, no, you're very close. Yes, knob.
1: PhD, pretty huge knob.
0: The D, is, the D is silent in uh, <laughs> D- British, English. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, well, in the second part of the keynote, yes. uh, the billionaire announces, okay, we've talked about E, now let's talk about C. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm talking about crime. That's what he says. Uh, and there's a little rendition that he does of um, talking about a revolution, but it's set to, or er, talking about, it's talking about crime, but it's set to talk about a revolution. And he does an embarrassing little dance. Oh, my and gosh. He has a little top hat and
1: cane, and he is kind of doing that thing where you lift the top hat off of your head, and you mm. twirl the cane, and you its uh, it was out of touch, and honestly, a little tone deaf.
0: Oh, yeah. He was singing <laughs> along, and he was about a half step off, which is about as worst as you can be. <laughs>
1: yeah. He couldn't even wink through his monocle on the beat.
0: No way. Uh, well... He's much smarter about knowledge because when he gets to talking about his plan, it's a good one. Uh, He says, you guys have a big crime problem in this city. A lot of people out in the audience going, "Mm mm-hmm. And he says, "Uh, that's why I have offered pro bono. I'm going to give you a supply of my tech drones to patrol your city. Amazing. What did you think of that when you saw it? I I thought it was
2: brilliant. I would love... I would love if we could automate everything. You know, I don't. I want my coffee from a robot. I want, you know, my policemen to be drones. I want. Um...
1: Have you ever had sex with a robot? Yes. What was that like? <sighs> Is it a compound machine? If you attach a flashlight to a pillow.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, it, it's a, a, a mixture of a lever. And...
0: Nothing robotic about it.
2: No. No. Nothing. nothing well, if atomic. you
1: get a flashlight that has like. AI can think, yeah, they that can to, think. To it can think. It's machine
2: yeah. learning. It learns what you need, the pleasure you need in, in the right way, and, and over time the algorithm will make sure that you have the most fulfilling sexual
0: experience of your life.
1: So, and that's physics.
0: And that's Think fi- how many more billionaires, physics. billions, this guy could have had if he'd invented that. Absolutely. I mean,
2: whoever gets that right, and I'm working on a few patents on my own, you know, different whole shapes and Uh, Different AI Mm. combinations. I mean, it's all all about getting many have tried
0: it. Few Mm. have succeeded. Yes,
2: yes, absolutely. But I, I do believe it's the future. Yeah. I mean, who would, who would have a human partner who can decay, who can, who can get bored of you?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there was a guy out in the audience of this keynote who definitely agreed with you because when yes. the tech billionaire announced all these programs to automate things and solve things with technology, he turned to the turned to his wife and he said, <laughs> "Boy, if only he could invent a robot to be married to you." <laughs> yes,
1: which was rude, but also. A much-needed laugh in an otherwise very serious episode.
0: Yeah, because we described that dance with the top hat thing, but it was actually what Sarah kind of... I mean, and I know you tried, but it would be impossible. Sarah kind of tried to describe it, but failed to explain just how dramatic it was. Very. Well,
1: talking about a revolution was slowed down, and it was a bunch of kids <laughs> yes. singing it. It was
0: slowed down with like a, um, kind of these slow screeching sounds, and then every few seconds it would go like
1: yeah and it was in a minor key
0: yes so not only was it um bad it was also (laughs) sad
1: yeah minor key majorly sad
0: and the i'll tell you what wasn't sad at all was the third prong of the three-pronged approach
1: uh, to bring
0: chicago into the 21st century which was transportation
1: high-speed train Mm.
0: super Super high speed. Super high speed. I thought it was interesting. He rolled out
2: the program as tech, but he went into details in a different order. He did
0: ECT. ECT. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Echt. there was one, There is the same, um, you know, the same guy out in the audience turned to his wife <laughs> again. And he <laughs> said, I don't know why he didn't do, I mean, if he's going to switch it up, he should have done ETC.
1: Right. Yeah. Because
0: then it would be like, et cetera. Like he's going to keep doing even more. Right yeah. After this.
1: And she turned to him and said, if you don't shut up, you're going to be my ex-husband in a <laughs> <Yeah. minute." laughs>
2: so Another much-needed laugh. <laughs> much-needed.
0: <yes>, <laughs> that is a trough that the writers of this episode definitely kept feeding from. Uh, because uh, these two did not stop the laughs coming. No. Um, well, now I assume that, like me, you guys were realizing why we had seen little Haley Joel... Um mm-hmm. such a failure. Uh, in <laughs> looked the open.
1: like shit. Terrible.
0: Yes. And rough. Looked kind of. Like, he looked like old Macaulay Culkin. Um, and sunk, gaunt,
1: sunken, willing to do anything um, for yeah. a, another chance at the fame he once had. He was.
2: Um, he was walking around the set doing lines from his role in Kingdom Hearts,
1: and also doing lines and doing
2: lines. Yes. <laughs> cocaine. Yes, uh, a massive drug problem.
0: But this is old Macaulay Culkin, right? Yes. he was just like trying to get them to put him into <laughs> right. a it part. He was not in the
2: episode at all. Yeah, no. yeah, it was very sad. Because I've
0: heard that Haley, I mean, it guy's a you know he's a workhorse. He's not gonna he's not gonna be fucking around Absolutely. when they're filming, and it showed in this episode. Because, very committed. Yeah, he was playing. Playing disheveled, playing kid with no prospects, no potential very and he's well. nearly
2: 30, and he was playing a 14-year-old Yeah, and, incredibly well.
1: And that's Riverdale.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Uh, Chicago Riverdale on the network. Check it out. We're sponsored by it.
1: Yeah, check it out. It's good. If you like Chicago Heroes, it's like that, but not as good. Yeah. But it's still good.
0: It's the teen spinoff.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: (sighs) everything starts to look up for him, though. Yeah, right.
1: because he gets a laptop, and now he can take the really fast train to school um, so he doesn't have to go over the tracks. He can just hop on the train instead of going on the tracks, and he feels safe all the time because there's drones kind of everywhere just watching everybody's move.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, And that sets you up for success. I mean, we start to get happier music in the episode.
1: Yes. Yeah, they play walking on sunshine and he's kind of like skipping over the third rail with a little like click of his heel and then hopping on the train and um,
0: his mom is actually seeing him off to school for once because she yes. can get to work. She doesn't have to spend two hours getting to work. Yeah, So she's putting a lunch pail in his hand. Yeah
1: and giving him a little kiss on the on the top of his head. And
0: we go back into the classroom and uh, lo and behold, it's his hand that shoots up before anyone else's.
1: Yes, and all the other kids are kind of like,.
0: Uh, huh? Yeah, he goes, uh, he go- Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. And uh the teacher goes, Two points for you.
1: Two points for you and Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a cool teacher.
0: Totally cool. Yeah. He lets all the kids wear uh or he lets all the kids wear their wear robes and uh wizard hats <laughs> and have wands. Um none of them take him up on it. But he, he does allows say it. it. The fact he that he allows it. it. <laughs> he <laughs> says he'll allow it. Mm. Yeah amazing Um, because he's wearing one and you can tell that he's kind of uh he's kind of just trying to get everyone to play along with him
2: he's got a large cauldron up in front of the class he's trying
1: yeah and he's got a bunch of like fake like eye of newt and he's got a little a couple of bottles that are labeled like unicorn blood or yeah (laughs) Yeah. but
0: it's cool but it's kool-aid for the kids to be able to Uh, Drink when they need a little pick-me-up. Yeah. Yeah. And the Eye of Newt is actually those um, chocolate eyeballs from Halloween.
1: Yeah, from Spencer's Gifts.
0: I guess, yeah. I mean, you could probably get them at...
1: Hot Topic uh, or... uh,
0: Just wherever. Walgreens, probably. Walgreens, even. Yeah. Yeah. CVS.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Rite Aid if you're not in Chicago.
0: Dwayne Reed. Mm Dwayne Reddy if you're in New York.
1: Ralph's if you're in L.A.
2: Wawa, yeah, on the east coast. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Sheets, if you're also on the east coast, with a Z sheets with a Z.
0: Herods, if you're in Britain.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Lawrence. Yeah,
2: I'd I'd pick up some at uh, Packins. Yes, Uh, exactly. Packins
0: shop. Exactly.
2: Um, Yep. I get a
0: well the Tesco. Hacking a bong is what this tech billionaire is mm. doing now that he has uh, had his success. Right, he's had his big keynote, uh, and he kind of starts to kick back. Right, kind of mm. takes his. Uh, we shot. Can I just say we shot yeah. that?
2: I I refuse to let that be the final take. When he leaned back in his chair, and um, the lean was all wrong. It just the physics of it were not being shown properly. Well, uh, I
1: think everybody knew that because the chair legs just snapped.
2: Right, right. And that was my doing. I, wa- I wanted to show the but audience. But the chair
0: didn't fall over. No,
2: no. And that was the, the error, right? We were getting continuity issues. The chair legs snapped. Chair did not move at all. But the actor fell off. And it, it was a mess. It was a nightmare. I it's, mean, I spent hours on
0: it. I saw that outtake on Vine. And mm-hmm. I got to say, it just didn't It just didn't look real.
2: No, 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 no. Um, and people have a nose. People have a nose. For accuracy, they know when something is not right.
1: It's crazy to think how l- much the show would just defy anything we know about the world if you were not there yes. to kind of like make sure gravity took its course <laughs> or
2: like. Yes. And you know, I, that's maybe why I don't get paid by the show, but you know, I, this is a labor of love. I do this because I love it. I want to show the world that physics exists.
0: And so, was well, this because like, a lot of these movie magicians, you know, they have no time or care so. for using movie magic to portray reality? No,
1: all they care about is the craft and the art and the dialogue and the character development, they don't care. They don't care if oh, an apple. Oh, can dogs
0: really talk? Or yeah. What? Or
1: you if know? an apple falls from a tree and hits you on the head? Mm. What's that all Are about? Are you going to invent
0: physics? Yeah. You know, because no in real way. life, you would if an apple fell off a tree and hit you in the head. But in the movies, you could have a character where they get bumped on the noggin by an apple and they don't invent physics. Uh, how many no, movies? That's not going to happen. We, there's almost no movies
2: about people inventing physics, and that's a crime because. I'm constantly inventing physics every day as physics happened to me. I think that should be a law. It is, but it should be. And I thought of it because that fell in my head. Mm.
0: We need different stories to be told in this medium. Yeah. Um, Which is why I think it's great that in this episode we centered a kid like Haley Joel Osment who – is you know maybe he doesn't have the best upbringing in the world. Maybe he doesn't have the brightest future in the world. Yeah. Um, but Even with a though little his help, his mom
1: was very nice and seemed to care about him a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: She's still a single mom, right? Right. So there's only so much that she could do for this kid. Uh, and the episode really hammered that home with the B story where she's looking for Oof. love. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. In all the wrong places.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That's on, what... On the, th-
1: on the on third the apps,
0: rail. Yeah. I mean, um, the... Uh, the app third the, rail. The, the app third rail, which is where the other two rail... Which is where two rails meet. Yes. Uh, where two rails Those go diverge
1: to diverge in a yellow wood.
0: Yeah. And her profile said, looking for a positive male role model for my failing son. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, so we got in the B story a little series of dates.
1: And a much needed laugh. Yes. D- an otherwise very serious episode
0: definitely she ended up on a date with the guy from the cheers. keynote address yeah played by <laughs> norm, um, from cheers. norm from cheers uh had been the guy that was standing out in the audience kind of moaning to his wife during yeah. the keynote address and, and now, now she was his he's got a wandering act, eye
1: ex-husband acts husband. Acts. ex-husband yes he's got a wandering eye yes
0: and he was, um, that little love story was ill-fated. Yeah. Mm. It didn't last long. No.
1: They didn't even get a third rail in. No. Like they only had sex once.
0: Yeah. So not a second one either.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They had, it was kind of sad. They had sex one time and the first rail. Joan Cusack and Norm—they looked at each other uh, How old right were after you, they, when you they had so, your
1: first rail.
2: <laughs> My first rail. Oh, so I was twenty. Um,
1: at physics college.
2: Yes, I was studying at uh, community college. Again, mm-hmm. not a doctor, not a PhD, <laughs> but um, yes, I was studying physics, and there was this lovely girl.
1: I just asked what age Ben? How old were you when you had I, your? It was verse? a
0: computer. Well, I'm not sure that I ever had after seeing uh, John Joan and Norm, because the way that they looked at each other and they were in so Jorn. <laughs> yeah, they were in so much uh, Jorm. E- ecstasy and euphoria. You know that, <laughs> and that was why it was so sad. Was they they looked at each other? They said that was the best rail I ever had in my life, and they said we can't top it. I guess we shouldn't, shouldn't see each other again. Yeah. Um, so it was a little bittersweet. It was too good, yeah. yeah. The rail
2: was too good.
0: Yeah. Oh. Hmm.
1: I'll never know what that's like.
0: So they quit Well, they were ahead, uh, and the B story quit uh, as well Well, it <laughs> yeah, was ahead. just disappeared completely. Yeah. yeah. It has gone. And I, right.
1: Yeah, it's a, it, a, just a classic Chicago Heroes thing to kind of pick up a ball, run with it, and then... Not really hand off the ball to anybody. Just kind of yeah. drop
0: it. Yeah, I mean, we only got one more scene, which was Joan sitting at the breakfast table with Haley Joel, and she said, you know, I was looking for a male role model for you because I couldn't do it all on my own, but mm-hmm. uh, I'd learned my lesson. I can do it uh, all on my own. Yeah. So she just kind of wrapped it up there. Yep. Um,
1: and they saying you can go your go your own way by Fleetwood Mac mm. at karaoke together, and then just kind of like, one last look and
0: yeah. Well, Haley said, you know, by the way, how'd you figure it out, mom? And she said, I just did. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. One really final look. (laughs) And then we're back to the a story and things aren't so things are not good good anymore. No. No.
1: And it didn't take long for them to go bad. I mean,
0: (laughs) no, I mean the tech billionaire, he's so busy getting high that he's not paying attention to his technology that is now running amok in the city
1: and it's i mean it's uh, it's crazy um bad things are happening everywhere buildings are falling over um potholes are just kind of appearing out of nowhere or i guess sinkholes if that's what it's called and Quicksand.
0: quicksand it's <laughs> yeah. Yes, quicksand yeah mm. um and did that quicksand work correctly dr yes Rutherford?
2: yes we, we spent countless hours making sure that you know the the suck the, the suction force was was appropriate for the diameter of the size of the quicksand hole mm. and um we sent several um you know production assistants in to make sure that mm. you know it was actually applying the right force
1: um I would love to just feel it would be like to stick my arm into some quicksand, like if I knew it, I wouldn't die or something. Like I would just like it's to- an
2: it's an amazing feeling. It, uh, yeah, I would love I would love to be sucked into a black hole. I would love to be, spaghettified <laughs> into a, a a gigantic massive
0: hole.
1: I think we can arrange that. <laughs>
0: And is it true that scientists still don't know where quicksand goes?
2: Right, exactly. I mean, it, it could connect to another dimension. It, it could take you to your neighbor Gary's house. I mean, we really have no way of knowing what, what's inside these mysterious holes. I mean, I would love to go down one just find out. Yeah. Because if, if you think of space-time... We get it. Like, I was a piece of cheese... Mm-hmm. Oh, but the are holes in the cheese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you folded Swiss. the cheese in half to fit a smaller piece of bread, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. holes that were once on different sides of the cheese are now aligned, and you jump right through into the mouth, swallow it up, yum.
0: So if you're putting bread through the hole, is it a breadstick?
2: Yes, right. It's, it's like mm-hmm. a, now a, I get some it. sort of a
0: breadstick. Yes, yeah. yes, cheesy breadstick. didn't understand at first. Wait, but-
2: what's the mouth? The mouth is... Um,
0: that's your mouth, right? It's
2: your mouth, and the tongue is cosmic background radiation, and Hubble is my teeth, and you're an ant on the tooth.
1: Ah, uh, and that's vor. Well, and that's for,
0: mm-hmm. well, and that's that, for that a couple of our listeners, <laughs> and not the rest. Uh <laughs> But in any case uh the, the what was for everyone was uh the plot of the kind of the craziness of the middle part of this episode, right? I yeah. mean um talk about quicksand, uh i i i talk about drones going haywire aye, carumba, because it's even worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean these drones uh we start Whew. to see them Arming their missiles.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Firesy missiles.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, you could criticize this tech billionaire for- A lot of of things. A lot of things, but especially for spending his resources on giving cute, funny accents to the drones instead of programming them right. (laughs) You know? Because we got firesy missiles. Yeah.
1: And then we got some of them making fart noises and some of them going- daddy <laughs> before yes. they fire a missile and... sex robot yeah would you fuck and... a drone if it had a flashlight attached to it
2: absolutely if i could order one and get it delivered to fuck me <laughs> i'd say yes
0: absolutely
1: kind of swoop down
0: well, we've really come up with a lot of ways that this guy who you know surprise ended up being a little bit of an antagonist here in the episode kind of, kind of a could have put his powers to greater responsibility yes, yes. um yes but instead you know he's off smoking de reefer while his technology's going wild right
2: giving um, haircuts to civilians just the dr- flying by chopping off spare hair that's sad
0: yeah it's really it's really it's it's so devastating mm-hmm. when you see somebody so rich stoop so low. Yeah. Because this is a guy where you just want to see him succeed. Yeah. yeah. Very like. I mean, he's a winner.
1: And he's kind of, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, he's kind of like living the American dream.
2: Absolutely.
0: And he's ha- trying to give it to, to everyone, to everyone else. else.
1: And also to himself. He's trying to keep living it.
0: And that might have been, you know, the lesson of the show is that, you know, he says earlier on that you should fix the problem in your neighbor's yard. Um, but in trying to do that, he actually screws up his own life. And yeah. so maybe the lesson is
1: never help. Anyone. You need to
0: care for yourself first. Yeah. Hmm. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Well,
1: and self-care is so important is in this day and age. And we see him barely even have time to put on a 15 minute sheet mask.
0: He has a five o'clock shadow the whole episode. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong, it's rugged. It's handsome. It's kind of sexy. He's kind of a silver fox, played by George Clooney. And um, I mean, that stubble looks just right on him. Yeah. Uh, But you got to think does this guy have time to shave or what?
1: Yeah, this guy's got to take care of himself.
0: Well, his drones are gonna take care of the high speed train that he installed in the city, and not in the good way. No, uh, like in the their... way
1: like a guy in the mob like takes. I'm care gonna of... take care of you. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that was another one of the accents that they gave to one of the drones.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take care of you.
0: <laughs> and so they fire their missiles, and the missiles are cruising and careening down from They're ten thousand feet. Tom Yes. One of, one of the missiles doing his own stunts, played by Tom Cruise, uh, wearing uh, old pi- pilot's goggles, uh, flying <laughs> yeah. through the air like the Rocketeer.
2: We launched him thousands of times. I mean, literally, just to get the trajectory right, to throw Mr. Cruise as fast as a ballistic missile would go. It, it took, took ages. Uh, we ended up... Uh,
0: oh, yeah, he was old in this episode. Yes, yes. It yeah. took a
2: long, long time, many, many years of shooting to get this right. I mean, mm. we ended up building a um, a trebuchet on set. Mm. On, uh, and
1: that's a, a machine. simple machine. A compound machine?
2: A, a complet.
1: machine com, complete.
0: A, a machine complete. Yes. Um, operates on a, the principle of a pendulum, yes. right? So mm-hmm. I don't know where that... Is Torque
2: gives you, uh, you know, uh, rotational uh, momentum. And the, uh, it's all very complicated. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And
0: potential energy gets translated into kinetic mm-hmm. energy yes, for one absolute. thing. Yes,
2: yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Um, well, the potential energy of the um, train mm-hmm. uh, or the potential energy of the, uh, yeah, of the train in mm-hmm. this episode was going to get, was being Compromised. Go, compromised. It was going to be crashed. Yeah. Uh, and at
1: this point, we're thinking uh, what we need is a um, deus ex machina. Yes. Should <laughs> I pronounce that
0: right? A deus ex machina. Yeah. Because we needed we needed we machina? needed more than one machina. We needed a couple. <laughs> we, at needed this point, right? mm-hmm. um, we needed those uh, machinas, We needed a we needed a couple machinas. We needed a. <laughs> super hacker yeah, and we needed something for him to hack with uh, a
1: simple machine made compound when hack. you
0: put them oh yeah he needed a bunch of machines yeah yes yeah. so we could have actually said it's more like he needed uh, thousands x millions x machinas yeah um he because because you know it's one thing if uh, the train gets destroyed it's another thing if the missiles get accidentally spent But the worst thing that's going to happen is that this train, when it gets shot, is going to crash into the city's lead plant and dump a bunch of lead into the water of Lake Chicago. Yeah. Uh, No, thank you. No, no. And something
1: interesting about these drones that I kind of noticed that towards the end of the episode, I was just like thinking about the plot a little bit. those drones never really fired a missile at any actual crime. Um, they mostly just didn't do much until they started going a little haywire and glitching out a bit. So it leads me to wonder, was there a point to that at all?
0: Well, the people felt safer. And if you feel safer, you're going to not do crime, I think.
1: Oh, okay. Mm, Okay. Listen, I'm not a criminology major. I don't have a degree in criminology and... I don't know. I'm open to learning. And I mean, I
2: feel I sleep with a missile under my bed every night. Okay. It just makes me feel safe knowing, you know, uh, I've got the protection of a ballistic missile.
1: Yeah. Yes. I go hunting, but I only use missi- missiles.
2: Yes. Yes. But I, mean, I don't use perfect. a gun. I use missiles. I mean, why not have a laser-guided missile take out that deer?
0: <laughs> that was what, as he got athlete. really close to the train, that was what Tom Cruise said. He said... Too close for guns. Switching to me. <laughs> uh, well, Which was it was a much needed, <laughs> much needed, uh, much dramatic needed com- moment. Dramatic moment, yeah. right? Because we'd had a lot of comedy. Um, <laughs> it was right after episode. it was right after we had cut back to the um, Norm and his uh, days. Uh, ex-wife. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, Jorm. Yeah. <laughs> so we had that dramatic moment, and we're we're thinking like, how's this going to get stopped? Right. We haven't even seen a Chicago hero yet. Yes. Other than the one that wasn't r- a really a hero. I thought which this was, was a
2: different show for a while. I thought this oh, was me
0: too. I was worried that we had actually yeah. uh, DVR'd the wrong thing.
1: And I'm thinking there's only one hero that can stop this and it's God. It-
0: Dusek. <laughs> Dusek's Machina. And that's a little bit of, um, a foreshadowing, for what happened, because there's a new super hacker in the Chicago Heroes Department. And they him- His name him was Jesus. H- H- Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. de Leon. DeLeon. Uh, and he was So skilled. smart and skilled. Yes.
1: And hot, 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 hot,
0: hot, hot, Oh, yeah. Played by uh, Gael Garcia Bernal. Oh,
1: oof. That's S- good.
0: Steamy. Mm.
1: Steamy, yeah. Um, steamed up the computer screen every time he opened his MacBook.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he was, he kept opening it. I mean, they could have used, I would have thought maybe just one shot of him opening this MacBook, putting in his password and starting on the hacking. Uh, but he is opening it and closing it in all kinds of locations, in all kinds of states of undress.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about it.
0: Well, he's the only one who was doing any thinking in the show because all the other Chicago heroes are just looking at him to take point. You know? Yeah,
1: they're just kind of like, do you it's, get it? Do you
0: get it? Yeah. Did you do it? I mean, half of them are meeting with their lawyers, drawing up wills.
1: Yeah. But um, Serena Sanchez kind of sticks with him the whole time, and you have to wonder, is it because he's in various states of undress or is it because she really believes in this guy? W-
2: yeah, will there be a f- first rail there? I mean...
1: Well, and
0: are we th- going to have a little bit of physics? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I actually realized <laughs> that the reason that she was around wasn't so much maybe the romance as it was to help with the a story the plot of this episode because she ends up being the one who gives him the suggestion for how to hack the drones stop the missiles yeah. s- shut down the train yeah. prevent the lead from the city's lead plant from getting dumped into the water and yeah. everyone from um dying and getting poisoned
1: yeah because she because she at some point he's kind of like opening and shutting the computer and fogging up the screen and saying i just can't get this to work and she goes listen i took a seven-day free trial at codeacademy.com, and I have mm-hmm. a little idea. And then um, And he
0: says, "Code Academy, that's for kids."
1: And she goes, "Hey, weren't you a kid once?" Brilliant." And a much-needed dramatic moment, and otherwise very um,
0: and then comedic he, setting. He's, yeah, the
1: physical comedy of the opening and shutting mm-hmm. and the taking off clothes and putting them on was, um, it was a little it was a little bit of a lot.
0: And then Haley Joel Osment walked in, uh, and he said, is there anyone around here who can help me with my computer?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and Serena's like, um... Scram, kid. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: Gaia and um, Jesus, he goes, weren't you just saying that you love kids?
1: And she goes, I have a sixth sense about this one, and he's up to no good.
0: And Jesus goes, well, I think we ought to take a chance on him, right? And uh, he says, sure, buddy, I'll take a look at that. Uh, whoa, <laughs> where did you get this thing? The 1970s?
1: Yeah, and Haley, Joel Osment's having a hard time even picking it up. He's kind of dragging it behind him in a little so radio heavy. flyer <laughs> wagon. <Yeah. laughs>
0: it's so heavy. I mean, it's a laptop if you got a giant lap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, because it's, uh, cause it's three separate pieces, you know, it's if one you know, big it monitor, be, it's a tower and yeah. it's, uh,
1: could be kind of a desktop if you made it a little bit bigger.
0: Yeah. If you had a yeah, <laughs> if you had a really, really small, small, small desk. desk.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, Gaelle roasts Haley for, uh, his <laughs> shitty computer. That's <Does> kind <laughs> of like a, a tight bit. five
1: about it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> some of those bits that we just did, we stole straight from the episode yes. and then, uh, when he powers it up, he says, does this thing even, uh, have internet and, and
1: he kind of taps it like
0: that. And Haley goal goes, it doesn't connect to the real internet, but it's on a closed network with all of the other one laptop per child's in the city. And that gives Gael an, an idea. Yeah,
1: A little light bulb goes off over
0: his head.
2: Mm-hmm. Which I fought against. I, no, you know, a light bulb would not physically appear above your head when you have a
0: thought. But they were well, hanging it the from the a string, so it wasn't totally... Yes, I made them add that. Some, yes. Some sort of and knowing... And a
2: switch is a lever. Very true. But they did
0: pan up and they showed that the string wasn't connected to anything. Right, which infuriated
2: me. That seemed just like a personal just to fuck with me. They did that. You do know. they
1: do they do that a lot where they kind of like take your they take your volunteered kind of um advice, but they don't do it all the way just as kind of an Easter yes. egg to make to really grind your gears, which I bet is a machine. Yes,
2: a gear. A gear is a machine. <laughs> Yes, they, uh, well, my advice sometimes is unsolicited, but, um, you know, I I, I won't stop, you know, for the sake of accuracy. I I want to make sure this is completely accurate, and sometimes they will do some bizarre things like the chair, um, not breaking but not falling. they spent thousands of dollars in post-production just to make something look wrong to mess with me, I believe.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, Jesus also didn't stop for the sake of accuracy. He fired up Haley's computer and he straight away, he opened a program that said one laptop per child botnet to save Chicago from drones and trains and lead. Uh, Like he already had this program written. Yeah. And he typed in some hacking really fast. Yeah.
1: Console.log parentheses, save Chicago. Um, then, and and pre- Serena goes, "You got yeah, you got to close those parentheses, she, <laughs> she said to him. Yeah, she's like, and it's better, it's cleaner if you put a semicolon after the closed parens before you move on to the next line of code.
0: And he goes, I'm writing Python, not JavaScript. And, and she, she goes, goes uh, no, silly, you're writing JavaScript.
1: Yeah, and that's a fun joke, just like a little fun. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they're flirting a little bit, and he's mm-hmm. kind of like, you're a fake programmer girl, and she's like, actually, <laughs> I know a thing or two. And that's what she does. She goes, hey, get out of the chair. <laughs> and she sits yes, in the chair. Yes,
0: yes, she takes over.
1: Yeah, but he's kind of standing behind her with his hands over hers and is just using well, her fingers to each finger to
0: over each of her fingers. Yeah. yeah. And he's just
1: kind of using hers to type. And that's flirting. And that's chemistry.
2: Ah, yes.
0: <laughs> well, eventually, after 10 or 20 minutes... Of uh, that, of just whole typing because we yeah. got to see the whole program, uh, which is nice. Very i going to
2: use it, and it didn't compile the first time. They no, had to go back. yeah, it had a mm. runtime
0: error. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. um,
1: they spelled something wrong.
0: Yeah, spelled- and this computer's ancient, so it didn't even give them a line. No. So they had to just line by line, just go comb over through it.
2: their code. You know, yeah. cut out of the craft, and, and they stole
0: comb. the joke from Spaceballs with combing through combing the desert, right? And they showed them using a physical comb on the code. Much to go needed it levity, find, yes, yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, they brought Norm in to do it.
1: Yeah, Jorm Jorm was there. Um, yeah, what fun. Uh, well, anyway, oh, it oh, works, boy. right? And yeah, then they obviously finally, works.
0: They finally press uh, enter, and we At hear a beep, beep, boop, beep, boop. Beep boop. And it, uh, then we see um, thousands of children all over the city learning at their desks and in their chairs, and all of a sudden their computers get taken over, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: and I noticed all their chairs had one leg missing, and that must have been another kind
2: of... Complete just slap across my face. Yeah. Yeah. You can't sit in a three-legged chair. It can't be done. And the computers
0: were floating.
2: Right, and the computers were floating, which is just rude. I mean, it's just completely. I mean, this whole back third of the show felt like a, a surrealist, uh, yeah. Dada esque. Yeah. I, I mean, nonsense.
0: They were showing, and I mean, some of these kids they had those little desktop things with the five steel balls on strings, yes. where the balls are supposed to hit from one side and then they go up the other side, mm-hmm. and the balls were hitting and then not creating hmm. an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah, I'm in. like,
1: what is this? A freaking adult swim sketch or a Tino's commercial or something like that? And all
0: the kids have massive laps, just gigantic
2: laps <laughs> on all the children.
1: Built like a TV
0: Tiny, train. tiny desks.
2: Tiny desks.
0: <laughs> well, their computers all start going beep-boop and they can't. <laughs> and they get connected by uh, fiber optic z- zoom cables. Zzzzzzzz. Um, z- 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 oh, do we have a clip from the show? Is that- <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, Sarah. All thank right. you for firing that up in the background.
1: Yeah, I can do. Um, I'll fire it up again just in case.
0: So Beep the computers boop. they all connect via fiber optic <laughs> zoom cables, and then we see them all <laughs> these tributary <laughs> cables. <laughs> Snake into a really large um, internet pipe, and the <laughs> internet pipe connects to it, connects all the way down to the Chicago lead plant. Okay, now for me,
1: kerplunk, bonk, bonk,
0: bonk,
1: bonk. kerplunk, kerplunk,
0: boom, and that final. <laughs> Bonk, kerplunk, kerplunk, kerplunk. <laughs> and that final sound—that final sound uh, where it went. What's the deal? Was the uh, sound that the uh, tech billionaire had programmed into the uh, train?
1: Big Seinfeld head.
0: Oh yeah. For it to, uh, for when it takes off and flies away. Right. Because yeah. a little bit of an airplane joke. What's
1: um, the deal? And that's so, kind of like that as it like flew off into the, into space.
0: Into space. Yeah. Yep. And so we saw it blast off into orbit just before it hit the Chicago lead plant. Yes. Um, now how did the signal from the botnet jump from the lead plant to the train? I think we just have to assume Bluetooth Um, Lawrence, any theories? Well, if you think of um,
2: a radio wave, right? Mm. Think of a jump rope. We're Mm -hmm. all familiar with the jump rope, right? Mm. We grew up. Um, But at one end of the jump rope is your little sister giving it a wiggle. Mm. And the other end of the jump rope Mm. is a lion. (gasps) Giving it a tug. Giving it a tug. Mm. And you are a ladybug on the jump rope. And you're double Dutch forever. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah. Totally. Okay.
0: So the train is out of the picture. (laughs) But Tom Cruise is still on
1: a missile.
0: A missile. Well, he's programmed to lock onto the train. Yeah. So he basically chases the train up into space.
1: Yeah. So the missile was misled into space.
0: Right before he. Misled.
1: not into the lead plant. Exactly. That's and that's wordplay.
0: And that would have been a great title for the episode. Would have been misled. Uh, yeah.
1: Because it, oh, mean, you're missing oh, it the would have lead been plant. so good. You're missing yeah. the lead
0: plant. Chicago was misled by
1: misled. Misled. Yes.
0: Misled. Chicago was misled by this billionaire saying he could fix the problems, but he didn't. I mean, mm-hmm. it would have been great, but yeah, it was called "Open for Business," <laughs> 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 which honestly. Is better. Well, yeah. I mean, they came up with that one, so they know what they're doing. Yeah, you know, exactly. Who are we to suggest a yeah, different title that'd for be the show? Stupid, yeah. and dumb. Hubris. Hubris. Um, and the, you know, in this episode, that's obviously what it was about. It was don't have hubris. You know, yeah. don't think you can fix someone else's problem. Just, or, you know, focus on yourself.
1: Yeah. And yeah, that's the opposite of hubris.
0: <laughs> do you?
1: Yeah, you do you. YOLO. <laughs> Miss me with that. Yeah. Miss me with that train.
2: Hubris ain't it, Chief? You know? Yeah, hubris ain't it.
1: How do you spell hubris in British?
2: H uh, u u u u u b r i s u. Hubris. Correct. Hubris.
0: It's hard to say, but the H yeah, is silent in British.
1: Oh, you hubris.
2: Yes. Well, it's funny. I keep thinking you're know, mentioning. Uh, a british physicist hugh briss uh that's an unfortunate last name yes yes right it's a jewish fellow uh very famous physicist mm-hmm. who I'm from he discovered the uh telemetry of uh toast ovens
1: oh that's cool brilliant
2: bloke brilliant
1: um that's great mhm who's your favorite physicist
2: oh <sighs> I must say, um, huge fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, genius, absolutely, yeah. big mind guy, big huge brain, <laughs> massive mind, and uh, extremely smart.
0: And he could fit one of these desktop laptop computers on his mind. Massive mind.
1: <laughs> At the very least, he can fit it on a New York subway train.
0: Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's uh, and um, that's
1: for two more people. <laughs>
0: That's a tweet. Look it up. I don't know if, how you will, because it's a picture, but just try.
1: Um, there's been articles written about it. So if you like went to like a mm-hmm. former,
0: there's been articles written about this tweet. Yeah, we live in a beautiful world. I love journalism.
1: We live in a beautiful universe. If you're Neil deGrasse Tyson, that's true. Uh,
0: I would yes. say if you're Neil deGrasse Tyson, you live inside your beautiful mind. Ah. Ah. Well, that was the, um, was there any other scenes that I forgot at the end of the episode? No. It was just Tom Cruise cruising off into space. He says, uh, he looks back, goes, worth it.
1: Yeah, and then one more thing he says is he goes, hasta la vista, baby. Which is a much needed.
2: Much needed.
0: (laughs) Oh, and I forgot right after that, he said, uh, I do choose to accept it.
1: And I didn't get what that was from.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, some of, you, some of our listeners, our hero heads will get it.
1: Oh, I get it.
0: Well, don't explain it to them because then you'll deprive them of getting it. I get it, getting it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's an article about it if you wanted to look it up, which is hard because it's a quote.
2: It's hard.
0: And it's time for us to go to a sponsor.
1: Hero heads, Hope you're really enjoying this episode. This is just a reminder that if you love the podcast as much as we love making it, head to Apple Podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. If you review us, uh, we'll definitely read it on the air. And we actually have one this week to share with you. This one comes from Molly, one of Sarah's friends. Hmm, wonder who that is. And her review says, this is my favorite Navi podcast. And if you don't know what that means, you're going to have to check out the episode with Trent Dozier to hear about it. And it's going to be worth it. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Back to the episode.
0: Welcome back, Hero Heads. I hope that you had as nice of a little winter break as we did uh, while we went to our sponsor there. Uh, Now that we have talked about this uh, absolutely scientastic episode of Chicago Heroes. I
1: fucking love science.
0: It's time for us to go to our segment. If Listener questions. Uh, <laughs> we have some questions from a few listeners.
1: And thank you for submitting.
0: Thank you so much. If you want to get at us with questions, you can always send them to Please Save Me on Vine. Uh, so we have three questions or today.
1: at Please Save Me Pod on Twitter.
0: Let's start off with uh, our first question. Uh, we're going to see if we can get to all three today. The first question that we have from one of our listeners today, and this is, it's all anonymous, so we don't have any names of who they came from, uh, is here, here is what this uh, listener has to ask us. The movie Unstoppable is about an unstoppable train. If you were on an unstoppable train, where would you be going? That's interesting. That question is actually kind of thematically similar to what we were talking about today. That's Yeah,
1: strange. and it's a fun question regardless. It would have but been great any, yeah. no matter
0: what. Yeah, But that came in this week um, through Vine. So Ooh. what do we think? Mm. Hmm. Where would we be
2: going? Well, if I was, uh, I'd take this as an opportunity to um, perform a little experiment. I'd, I'd send myself to an immovable object. And simply see where did I would I be smashed or would we would I do the smashing and and record it uh, for posterity and to share my discoveries with the world.
0: When an unstoppable force meets an immovable object, that's science.
2: That's science. That is that is, science. is really
0: science. Absolutely.
1: That is hella science.
2: And
0: I fucking love it. Well, I would be <laughs> headed towards success. <laughs> Interesting.
1: I would be headed towards um toward a uh, two different two different tracks upon which one person is tied to the tracks on one side and then upon which four other people are tied to the other set of tracks. And I would have a lever in my hands wow. and I would have to choose which track to go on. And I know... Um, so you're headed
0: towards the four people and you have to decide to f- whether to flip it and go <laughs> towards the one to save the people on the four. Yeah. Who would you rail?
1: Um, It depends who the one is.
0: If you listen, Our next question... Comes, Can I read it? Yes, of course.
1: It comes from Anonymous. And the question is, the movie Eye in the Sky is about an eye in the sky. Hmm. Never seen it, but that's a good description. If you had an eye in the sky,
0: where would you look? That's actually also kind of similar to what we talked about today with the drones.
1: Mm. Oh, that's that crazy. kind of eye. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. I think what I would do if I had an eye in the sky, I would look into my own third eye and find some peace.
2: Wow. Wow, yeah. If I if I had a magical eye that could see anything, uh, I think I'd take my eye and I'd look at the um, episode. <laughs> I'd travel to the world in Magic School Bus where there's no friction, and I'd watch... Then play baseball with no friction and just marvel at this, mm-hmm. the physics experiment going on around me. Mm. And then, you That's know, maybe nice. I'd talk to Miss Frizzle and we'd be friends.
0: I would see if I could find the road to success. You have to imagine it'd be visible from space.
1: Oh, for sure. Like the Great Wall of China.
0: If you're man why? And perhaps we'll let our guest read our third and final question from another anonymous uh, Vine listener today.
2: Yes, uh, this question is, the movie Hackers is about hackers. If you were a hacker, what would you hack? Great question.
0: Wow. And I would call these three questions a hack trick because uh, they really all went together. Uh, And that's sports. Well, let's see. Um, I would probably hack an easier route to success.
1: Mm. I'd I'd hack into the mainframe. A classic hack. Smart move. A classic yes. hack. An oldie but a goodie. Yeah, it's kind of cute.
2: I'd hack. I'd, I'd hack my uh, morning routine. Find a way to shave a few minutes.
1: Ooh, off it. bulletproof coffee.
2: Oh, yes. I've heard of that. I'll yeah. try it. Mm.
1: Shine a light in your ear. It makes your brain go faster. What? <laughs> I'll show you something later. It's an article. Look it up.
0: And this has been reading recommendations from <laughs> Sarah. Uh, if you'd like to get 15% off your reading, use offer code please read me. So that's been listener questions. Thanks for sending those in. Uh, And as Sarah said, you can send in your questions for us at please save me pod on Twitter. Or if you really want to get uh, directly, get a direct line to us, you can go on Vine. Okay, um, so next up we have our penultimate segment.
1: And really the best segment, and that's the Rescue Report. All right, hero heads, let's tally them up let's see how many people were saved this episode as a result of our heroes jumping in
0: well as usual wow. i'd say we should start off with all the people who weren't saved just um <laughs> to kind of get our bearings <laughs> yeah. uh so a lot of people on that train
1: yes which was rocketed off in this...
0: <laughs> and rocketed off to space and you got to imagine that none of them were wearing breathing apparatuses and that the um Train. Well, you don't have to imagine this part because the tech billionaire. He's smoking a reefer, Mm -hmm. and he's looking up at the sky, and he sees his train blasting off towards space. And uh, then he he's in his mansion, and he looks over, and all along the um, all piled up around him are boxes that say. that say uh, spacesuits for train passengers. And there's another box that says pressurization system for the train. And he goes, uh, coughs coughs out a big weed cloud and goes, I knew I forgot something, man.
1: Yeah. And he's sitting across from Joe Rogan doing a podcast Mm -hmm. and Joe Rogan goes, it's all right. We all die anyway, right? And then they kind of just both laugh and smoke. So smoke a Damore reefer.
2: But those passengers, the blood was boiling as their eyes liquefied and their <laughs> organs blast out into space. And is you know. that so physics? that's pretty
0: cool. you know. <laughs> which is very cool.
2: <laughs> I mean, amazing what physics does.
0: Well, that was the people who died. So what about the people that got saved? Um, well, um, all of Haley Joel Osmond's potential victims if he had wound it up to do a life of crime, uh, and not had learned,
1: yes, and that's countless. Um, uh, the workers at the lead plant,
2: right? And anyone who drinks water in Chicago,
0: I didn't mm-hmm. even think of that, right? It was that oh, that's what amount. would have wow, happened, yeah, totally. I I was just thinking it was going to be like um, boaters and stuff like that. You know, people out in the Lake Chicago, you know, if you... You would have to be a whole series of unfortunate events where you would get, you know, fall off your boat and into the water and accidentally drink some, but Mm. duh. Right, right,
2: right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I really didn't think about that
0: one.
2: Wow.
0: And that's Uh, why Obviously. (laughs) The
1: stakes
2: of this
0: episode didn't land, did it? No. (laughs) No, I
1: just was afraid for the workers in the lead plant.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I just figure anybody who's anybody in Chicago is out on boats on the lake.
1: Well, I didn't really, I didn't, I just didn't understand. I guess I just, um, the, the lead plant being next to the lake just kind of didn't really. They wouldn't
0: do it if it wasn't safe is what you were kind of probably (laughs) thinking in terms of the whole city. (laughs) Yeah. Like why
1: would they build it there? We
2: should trust them.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah. If you, if you're me and you're creating a city, you're not putting the lead plant on the lake.
0: So, I mean, if everybody in Chicago is saved, I mean, that's thousands of people. At S- least. At least. Uh, at most. Yeah. Uh, hundreds of thousands even maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Because the tech billionaire did say at the end of his keynote that we're going to be bringing job. The next step is to be bringing jobs back to the city. So,
1: And that's part of that was part of his next kind of big plan, which was to resurrect Steve Jobs. (laughs) Yeah. His enemy.
0: Just so that he could kill him again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's been the rescue report.
0: That's been our penultimate segment. Now it's time for our ultimate segment.
1: Next week on.
0: Well, uh, aye, aye, Dr. Aye. Rutherford. Not a doctor, but yes.
1: PhD.
0: We were not a. Your name, first name is Lawrence, right? Yes. Ph. Lawrence is what they ought to call you. Yes.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: Because it would be a fun nickname. <laughs>
1: okay well i'm a pretty huge dipshit who didn't get that <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: well and we're also p- some pretty we're huge pretty dipshits. huge dipshits who didn't see the next week on <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> missed um, it big time i don't know if you were able to see it but we didn't catch it and <laughs> he's shaking his head so that has been next week on pretty uh, huge
1: downer Whoopsie!
0: So um, you got to start to wonder whether the reason that we don't tell you what's on the next week on is that we want you to have to listen next week.
1: It's um, all part of our our pretty three huge, pronged,
0: pretty huge <laughs> pronged plan. Our three pronged plan. Yes. Our TPP.
1: Our TPP.
0: We're building a TPP to the future.
1: We're pitching a TPP. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now it is time for our ultimate, 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 ultimate segment, segment, the Ray, Ray Romano, Romano Memorial, Memorial Promo Section. section. Well, uh, Captain Rutherford, thank you for joining us as our guest this week. Yes. Um, we hope that you've learned a little something about podcasts because we've learned a whole lot of yes. some things about physics.
2: It's been fascinating. Yes, I've learned so much here. You lovely trailer.
0: Well, if uh, you know, it might be hard for our uh, listeners to you know catch you out in the wider world anywhere else, unless they're planning on taking science classes anytime soon.
1: Yeah, or if they're planning on putting their head in the sky into space, which is where it sounds like yours is all the time.
2: Absolutely, yes. You you can find me in the cosmos. Look up, (laughs) look at the stars. I mean, that's that's where we're all from. That's where we all are.
1: Huge balls of gas. Yes you I learned that from Lion King
2: a miasma of of molecules, yes, I mean,
1: Ugh, I hope it's benign.
2: yes, it's all benign. <laughs> That's where you could find me.
1: Good stuff. Where else could we find? What do you like, and where can we find it
2: uh, uh, often in the park, you know, often in the in the park studying grass in the sky. So you can find me at Chicago Park. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, on weekends.
1: Are there people in your life doing some interesting things that you want to talk about? or Oh,
0: like real things? Yes, like are there, no, perform- like Maybe there are performers in the park? <laughs> Do you ever oh, like yes. to see performers in the
2: park? Uh, yes, I, I, sometimes uh, <laughs> on uh, Monday evenings, mm-hmm. I'll go to uh, a park inside a lovely theater called I.O. Chicago at 8 o'clock. And uh, I'll see a team called The Teenagers do a very funny show every single Monday night at 8 o'clock. It's mm. very fun. I recommend it.
1: Cool. Is there any other um, park in a theater that does a show maybe like on a monthly basis? Yes,
2: yes. I also enjoy Studying, a brilliant team called Spitfire. They do a team the first Friday of every month. They do month. a
1: team the first Friday of every mm-hmm. month. Yes, Interesting. yes, yes.
2: And uh, first Friday of every month, 10 o'clock at Bookhouse. Great. Very lovely.
0: And those are both in Chicago, so please, if you are one of our Chicago hero heads, uh, check that out. Or if you are located elsewhere, then uh, check it out when you happen to be in town. Yeah. Um,
1: Uh, A team is a complete machine.
0: Yes. Well, we want to thank you for coming on the show, Captain Rutherford and My pleasure. we want to bid you adieu. Thank you, and Lieutenant Rutherford. We are going to end this Ray Romano Memorial promo section by saying, R-I-D, rest, rest in, in Dabra! Smells like courage. Yeah. Ha!